All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back here to the Stream Team Podcast. Excited to be back here for episode number two. Cancel and Curry join me as always here, and we're excited to get going. So we're going to start here. I'll give a quick rundown of the show. What we're doing here is we always start with a miscellaneous topic. This week, it's going to be the top Netflix shows of all time in these guys' eyes. So we'll get to that. Then we'll do a deep dive into a specific show. Tonight's show will be Squid Game. So excited to jump into that with the boys. And then we will go to Sell Me This Show, which is a play on Sell Me This Pen from the good old Wolf of Wall Street movie, where Cancel and Curry will take their time telling you a show that has their stamp of approval. They'll sell you on it, and they'll tell you why you should spend your time watching that said show. Then finish up Weekend Watch, what they are looking forward to most this weekend. Um, But first, let's jump into that miscellaneous topic. Well, first, let me welcome the boys. Curry? Welcome. That's good to be here as always. Awesome. Cancel. Welcome as always. Hey, Matt. How you doing? Doing fantastic. So we're going to jump right in. Last week, we ranked the top eight streaming services, one to eight. Um, what we're doing here is we're ranking the top five Netflix original shows. And uh, there's a lot to choose from, for sure. So, Curry, I'll start with you. When I proposed this question to you two, where did your mind go first? Um, first, I mean, I was thinking about shows that are out now. Um, Mm -hmm. obviously one of of the first things I thought of was Squid Game, which we'll get into later. Um, but after that, I started thinking, all right, in my history of Netflix, like what are the shows that have been the ones either I'm most excited about or the ones that I've like binged entirely. Um, and I just, the clear cut favorite for me was Stranger Things. Got it. I mean, that's, that's kind of the one I think pump pops off the map there stranger things it's like oh it's cultish it's it's grown so much since it came out tell me why stranger things kind of popped off right right off the get-go from you stranger things uh that was my easy number one um you know as soon as i started thinking about it and then after reflection it was still number one just because it's it's such a popular show amongst you know, it, it's got a younger audience and an older audience. It has the uh, nostalgia factor. It's got like, you know, 80s vibes. Um, and it's, yeah, it's just a very com- compelling and original story. Um, mm-hmm. And it, yeah, it's it's something everyone can watch. Can't sell. Let me shift it to you. I think you have a similar numero uno mm-hmm. um, as our boy Curry does. But talk to me about maybe something that's non-Stranger Things that you were thinking about. Um, pick one. What do you, what do you, what do you got? Uh, yeah. So I had Stranger Things number one, also, but um, number two I had Mindhunter. Well, Great first one. let me let me yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna back up real quick. Yeah. So I would have had Peaky Blinders and Black Mirror on this list, um, but uh, they didn't start on net on Netflix. They, you know they started on other networks, so Great. it would be probably like two, maybe one, um, but. So two, I had Mindhunter, great show. Um, you know, it's uh, that's another one. You know, it's it's unique. You don't you don't see too many shows like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, I think a lot of people are into the whole uh, you know serial killer type right. show, and and this you know it, this takes it to a whole another level. Yeah, absolutely. It's a it's and it's not just one. It's a, it's it's like the reverse side of the traditional serial killer content that we're getting out there. I want to give the listeners a little bit um, a little bit of research that we did here pre-show um, just in terms of 
most popular Netflix series of all time. This is from Strictly uh, Accounts Watched, and this is a recent list here. So Bridgerton Season 1 tops the list um, with 82 million member accounts watching it. And this is where you're going to see a lot of these are more recent because obviously just the the more people have joined on. Um, but Lupin Part 1, The Witcher Season part uh, season 1, um, Stranger Things Season 3, Money Heist, um, which I want to talk to you guys about, Tiger King, right? And also Pandemic is... They definitely juice these numbers. Pandemic's definitely well. a factor for yeah. some yeah. of these shows. Queen, and that's why number one. When I Tiger King makes me think that, as does the next one here, which is Queen's Gambit. Um, that's another, you know, super, super, you know, popular one that came out here during the pandemic. Sweet Tooth season one and Emily in Paris season one. Those are the most popular all time in terms of member accounts watched. Um, now I'm just gonna give you a little bit more here. Um, this is based on hours watched. Right, so maybe more hours, you know, in a season, you know, helps this. Um, on the first twenty-eight days of release, so number one was Bridgerton again, sixty-two, six hundred twenty-five million hours. Two, Money Heist Part Four, three, Stranger Things, four, The Witcher, five, Thirteen Reasons Why. Um, Want to know if you guys have any thoughts on that? You is in there, Stranger Things again. Ginny and Georgia are in there. So a lot of recent ones, um, but but Stranger Things gets in both of those conversations. So one to give that. Pandemic has also just jumped things up, up to another level. Yeah, um, there's been a lot of recency bias in those numbers. A lot of recency <laughs> biases in those numbers, as well as just more people sign up for Netflix type thing. So recent list for sure. Um, but talk to me just a little bit more. Um, Curry, maybe pick one maybe pick one or two more that stood out to you. Give a, Cantel gave us his top five. So let's hear your top five. So I'll give you the rest of my top five. So one, Stranger Things. Uh, two, I have Orange is the New Black, um, which was one of the like early Netflix original shows that really drew people to the streaming service. Um, yes. You know, comedy, drama, nominated for a bunch of awards in both categories. Um, number three, I went with 13 Reasons Why. Um, again, that was in on your list that you just did. Um, and it was a very captivating show when it first came out. Um, had you know a lot of people binging it right away. Um, for Grace and Frankie, little little different half hour comedy. Um, older women, older men, um, but it, it's it's a very original show. Great show. Number five, I have Unbreakable Kimmy Schmitz as my last one. That now that one uh, that was I think a big get for Netflix because it was a Tina Fey show in the similar. Uh, writing style as like 30 rock it had a lot of the same kind of one-liners uh good dialogue so kimmy schmidt i went with number five and i have some honorable mentions as well but i'll let uh cancel finish his list did he did you finish uh yeah no so uh, first of all yeah great list curry um after you know what after like kind of like looking into this a little bit more i kind of realized how many great shows netflix actually has that's what i'm saying uh, yeah like you just kind of forget about a lot of these um especially recently but uh yeah so my top 10 or my top five one stranger things two mine hunter uh three narcos uh the first two seasons um the one you know about uh pablo escobar mm -hmm. um uh number four daredevil uh the you know the marvel mcu and you know it spawned uh the punisher which was also a great show and then uh, five, I have uh, Big Mouth, um, okay. big Nick, big Nick Kroll fan. Uh, you know, it's 
it, it was either I was I knew I was going to throw like either Big Mouth or, or Bojack Horseman in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I leaned Big Mouth with that one. Yeah, the, uh, the half hour like animated adult comedies. Pretty strong overall on Netflix. But yeah, B- Big Mouth was definitely in my honorable mentions. Um, Curry, yeah, the honorable, mentions on. honorable mentions. Um, so just wide variety here shows. But uh, House of Cards was another one that was like one of the first netflix shows that made that drew pe- people to the service um i also have queen's gambit bridgerton two pretty recent shows pandemic driven shows um i have i think you should leave which is a uh, sketch comedy show um kind of like an adult snl kind of and mm-hmm. then uh queer eye which is a makeover show five gay dudes um it's a great show it's uh, pretty heartwarming fun for fun for the whole family Love that. All right, cool. So there's your guys' top five. We're going to put out those lists here. We're going to see if you disagree. We agree. You can follow the show on Twitter here. Our Twitter account is at Stream Team News, at Stream Team News. Do give us a follow on Twitter. We'll put the list up, and we'll also have our bracket in terms of uh, how we're progressing in our top uh, streaming services category. Netflix, number one on that list, and has a fantastic dearth of great original content that the boys just went through here so all good now let's do a little deep dive let's shift focus here we're going to talk squid game with the crew so obviously all of us have seen squid game um but curry do do me a solid for the listener out there who has heard a shit ton about squid game but doesn't know anything besides maybe some halloween costumes they saw out over the weekend tell tell us what you're they're getting themselves into so squid game just quick summary um it's a uh, Korean show, so it's all in. You can eat, you have different settings. You can put the language in, but it's a Korean show. It takes place in Korea. Um, all the actors, for the most part, are Korean, and it kind of it takes these poor people, people that have you know they they're in massive amounts of debt. They've blown through money, um, you know, kind of at the at the end of their of their rope here. And uh, they somehow ended up kind of recruited, found, and drawn into this uh, game. It's, it's, you know, a secluded world, this game center. And they kind of play these children's games um, for their life. And it's, it's, they don't know this at first, but it's, it's life or death. And there's also a massive cash prize if you win all, all the games. So it's... Uh, it's original. Um, it's a thriller, kind of a survival show, um, and it'll it'll keep you uh, on the edge of your seat for pretty much the whole series. Awesome! Can't sell. You devoured Squid Game. I did. I've, I finished it in I think two days. I mean, you watch it. Yeah, I mean the episodes end, and and you gotta you gotta start a new one. Um, yeah. So. I, you know, I like, I like what Curry said, or, you know, it's, it, I guess the best way to describe it, it's, it's kind of like, um, you know, like hunger games and like mm-hmm. a dystopian, like black mirror type thing. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it's unique. Uh, I think, uh, I think a big thing, um, about this show is, you know, the fact that it is in Korean and it is foreign and how successful it was. And, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, I, I think that's something that that Netflix kind of realized with a lot of their their previous, uh, you know, a lot of their other uh, shows and, and movies that they put out 
um, like Lupin, you know, Dats Dats was naming those you know top shows that that Netflix mm-hmm. has of all time. Lupin was what number two on that list. Yeah. Um, and that's in that's in French. Um, you know, they did Narcos. That was in my top five. So you know, I think Netflix realized that there's a lot of people who don't really care uh, about subtitles. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't care that you know a show's not in English, and um, and the show was just super unique and uh, and it was you know it gave me it was like uh it's like it's like how Parasite won Best Picture what like yeah. four years ago whatever that was yeah um, I think it was even more recent than that I feel like it was it might have been two only yeah. yeah like two two maybe right so I, um, I when I was watching it I thought you know like the uh, the guy who directed that I thought it was like his show. You know, it was that kind yeah. of socio-economic type show, but similar themes for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to ask: Did you watch it uh, dubbed or subtitles? Yeah, I watched it. I watched it with the subtitles. Did you watch it in Korean with the English subtitles? Yeah. yeah. Okay, because I, I watched a couple episodes. I, I watched. I started with it in English and with the subtitles or with no subtitles, and wouldn't recommend it. Watched it yeah. a couple episodes English with subtitles. It was even worse. It didn't match up what they were saying, what they were translating. Um, <laughs> the best option I would say is definitely to watch it in Korean with the subtitles. Obviously, you know you don't know what they're saying, but you get the emotion Flexion, and the actual yeah. voices and inflection of, of the of the actors. Um, and then you just kind of have to hope that the translation is accurate, which I've heard complaints that it's not. But right. the best we it's, got. Yeah, you watch it. You watch it how it was meant to be. You know how it was yeah. intended. And, uh, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, also, I mean, I heard the, I heard the same thing. I heard the, the dub was just really bad. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, um, you want to, you want to dive into the show a little bit? Talk yeah. about Before you, before you do that, I want to ask you guys a macro question mm-hmm. about life. Life? You watch it, you said? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, life. All right. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> are, are, are you taking, uh, if you're watching a show in English, Stranger Things season four or whatever the next season is. Are you watching with subtitles on or off? Off. 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 Yeah, I, I don't. I feel like I, I'm like if I watch a show in subtitles, I'm just looking at the subtitles. You're like, just reading. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm subtitles on all Are the time. You? I, yeah, oh, I know there's a lot. I know there's a lot of people like that. I don't. It add to me. It add me. We'll have a debate on this. To me, I can, it I add, can justify it only if it's. Like uh, like thick like blinders, thick yeah, blinders. Thick like blinders. You watch and you watch, or yeah. even like early Game of Thrones. Like I, I would tell people, if you get confused about character names, watch it yeah. subtitles. You know stuff yep. like that. Yep, I agree. Yeah. with that. new Stranger Things season coming out. I'm devouring it. Subtitles on, on. Definitely. I mean, you definitely take in more when you watch it in subtitles because sometimes you don't hear things. But yeah. but at the same time, I don't know. We'll I, talk, I, well, maybe we'll have a debate. We'll put a poll up on the Twitter, right. Twitter at Stream Team News. Give us a follow. Give us your thoughts on that. All right. Didn't want to interrupt there. Just wanted to get a little macro with it. Um, yeah. Dive into the show, boys. Dive into the show. Go ahead. Let's start with Cancel. Squid Game, dive. Squid Game, dive? Squid Game, um, dive. Like, deep dive. Let's go. Let's hit it. All right. Okay. I mean, we want to talk. Uh, we could talk, you know, specific characters. Yeah, um, go ahead. Uh, yeah. So the protagonist um i don't like the thing with the show is like you don't really know people's names (laughs) uh but um yeah you know it's uh so you watch the show and um you know you're kind of you're rooting for this guy uh but at the same time you know like he just kind of sucks um Mm -hmm. it's kind of like in you know 
you know, one of those shows where, where the protagonist is not a very likable person. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you, you know, when he gets into the, when he gets in the game, you know, like there's, there's, you know, all these other sub characters that, um, it's, you know, they play off each other pretty well. Um, and, uh, uh, you want to? Yeah, you I mean, talk about the, the, so the main character. So I just pulled up a list of the names because just to attempt to identify them. Then after that, we can call them. You know, this guy, that guy. But mm-hmm. uh, so G, I think it's G Hune is mm-hmm. is uh, the the main character, the protagonist. So like you said, like he's he's not a likable guy at least at first. I think throughout the show, like you're rooting for him pretty much the whole time. Like he he becomes likable. You see that he's. Of all, everyone there, he's kind of a good person, or he mm-hmm. tries to be at least, um, even though he's kind of an idiot too. But um, yeah, he's he's got gambling debt, he's got bank debt. He like mooches off his mom for his like he doesn't really have much of an income. Uh, I think his profession or his career, his job is like a, a chauffeur technically, mm-hmm. but we don't really see him do that at all. Um, so yeah, so that's that's the protagonist. Um, and then, like you said, some of the minor characters. Or I guess, yes. Some of some of the other characters who are important in the games. Um, there's Sang Wu, who Sung Wu, who's like his. I don't want to say friend, but it, it's someone he knows. Like they grew up together, same like hometown, same high school. I guess you would call it. Um, mm-hmm. Like the pride of their hometown. He was. He says. Uh, Ji Hyun says it to anyone who will listen. He says, "Oh, he was first in his class at, at SNU Business School," and like. Clearly, he's, he's, he's not, almost like a yeah, yeah. He's, like he's a, not doing well. He's, he's in the games too. So. Yeah, but but like yeah, like you said, like he, like uh, you know, the main character. I mean, he looks up to this guy so much. You know, he, he's the big he's the big brother, um, you know, type figure, and you know, you're watching it and you think that you know they're gonna be pals and they're gonna be you know like stick stick through the games you know together, um, and you find out pretty early on that you know. Sang Wu is uh is he's only looking out for himself and I you know I I get it um and you can debate like whether the guy's you know a bad person um I think he was just smart honestly uh but I, yeah I guess deep down you know like he you know you know a lot of the things he was doing uh you know not not telling them about um you know some of the some of the hints ahead of time like with the, with the cookie game, you know, like when he, things that he knew, you know, he just, he didn't care. He's just looking out for himself. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't blame him. It's, it's literally life or death. Yeah. So he's looking out for himself. He's not there to make friends. Like he's, he's, it's life or death. And uh, we, we see that several times from him and it just gets worse and worse. You know, it escalates. Like you said, at first it starts out with, the cookie game he doesn't give anyone any any hints even the guys who are supposed to be kind of his his teammates um he, he doesn't tell them you know take the easy shape even though he kind of learns that that's what the game is ahead of time um then we see when they have to go in teams of uh teams of 10 he tells them all right away he's like all right we already have an old man and a woman like we need men like we need mm-hmm. we want strong men we don't we don't want any any other women, any other old men. And he like asked this one dude, he's like, Hey, like join our team. He's like, Oh, my wife has to join too. He's like, sorry, like right. can't yeah. do it. So he, he's really, he's pretty ruthless and he has to be later yeah. on. And then, we see, go ahead. 
Yeah, no, yeah, and then I think you were getting on to what what I was going to say later on. You see what he does to to uh, Ollie or yeah. Allie, whatever yeah. you know. And oh my god, I mean that was tough. And uh, like that's probably the only likable character in the show, mm-hmm. uh, debatable, you know, unless you like the the, the main character. Uh, but um, yeah, man, that was ruthless. And like, you know, uh, it, it's just like he he's that guy who he's the character who's just like the, uh, you know, I don't want to say like he's just like the the idiot, like, you know, uh, person who just kind of, um, you know, is trying to hang on. But that's kind of what he was. Yeah, Ali. So he's he's the he's from Pakistan. He's Pakistani. He's in the games. He doesn't have any family in Korea. He went to Korea to make money. Clearly, didn't work out because he is in the Squid Games. He, he or Squid Game. He lost all his money um, if he had any. So, and he didn't play. So the thing with these games, I, I don't know if we mentioned it earlier or not, but they're they're children's games. But they're children's games played by like the Korean children as they grow up. Like uh, Ji Hyun and and Sang Woo, like they're both familiar with these games as kids. Ali's from Pakistan. He doesn't know any of these games other than, I guess, Red Light, Green Light's pretty simple, but he doesn't know most of these games. So when he teams up or partners up with Song Wu, it's like, all right, I'll help you out with, you know, I'm smart, you're strong, like we can do this. Um, but it turns out they play, they're playing against each other and Song Wu kind of screws him, he outsmarts, not even outsmarts him, he just straight up, you know, deceives him. Like it, mm-hmm. it wasn't even a matter of outsmarting him. It was just lying yeah. and and... It was unfortunate, but uh, so that was Ali. Uh, he had a, a poor ending. Um, some other characters definitely uh, have to talk about the old man. Mm-hmm. So there's this yeah. old, old man. He's number one player, number one, and all we know is that he's kind of, you know, he's kind of, kind of has dementia. He's got a tumor. He befriends Ji Hoon pretty quickly, or Ji Hoon befriends him. Um, and he's not—he's not all there at, ever, really. So we don't really know what he's doing there. We don't know—we don't know much about him. Um, but throughout the games, Ji Hoon continues to either be on his team or partner up with him, and or you know, he's friendly with him, trying to look out for him. And uh, and it, it takes kind of an interesting turn. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm so probably should have said spoiler alert you know like earlier when we were doing that. but yeah, uh, that's, yeah that comes I mean, with the deep dive we're deep it diving comes, into one season show yeah. Dive. um yeah i mean you know I, so it turns out you know that that this old man is the person behind is the, is the person behind the game or the games in general um and he you know you this gets this this is revealed in in the final episode um and he's you know uh I guess it seems like so. So what were what what you get from that? I, I guess I got like that he was honestly. I thought the ending was kind of lame or just mm-hmm. like um, not. It didn't. It, it was. Um, it's almost like they they didn't uh, didn't really think about how the show was going to end. I don't know. I don't. That's kind of how I felt. Is like that mm-hmm. that the show kind of just ended with that like so, kind of twist, but like it was almost like a. It was like a eh, that's the twist. So I I liked that part of the twist that you know the old man ended up being you know one of the, the I guess the the host mm-hmm. as we right. saw he was the one he invited these VIPs to come watch and bet and 
I don't like they didn't really go into much detail on like how the games came to be. Like they didn't show us really, is, is this guy just this evil mastermind? Like he said, oh, you know, I have a lot of money and people, when they have a lot of money, they, you know, life gets boring or something along those lines. And yeah. So yeah, it yeah. just, uh, it really wasn't as satisfying as it could have been. And I think they, they still set it up for another season, obviously with, uh, the phone call that Jihoon gets at the end. Um, but so there's, there's clearly a, another host or there's someone else, you know, pulling the strings, you know, the games live on without, without the, the old man. It's bigger than just him. Right. They'll, they'll, you know, they'll obviously come up with something and they'll, you know, I, this, this show was renewed immediately. So, um, it, it, you know, they're, they're going to come up with some kind of plot line uh, to, to, you know, kind of give us some backstory on that. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess, you know, like looking back, you know, some of the things he was doing during the games, like, um, well, I guess ter- in the beginning, like when, um, you know, he's the deciding factor on whether they all leave or they stay and, you know, he votes that they all leave Um it was kind of like, all right, well, maybe he, you know, he's just like playing this, uh, that, that kind playing of God. Little, yeah. That was a little, yeah, right. Right. Um, and, uh, and then also there's that one scene where, um, uh, there's that big brawl, like when they're all trying to go to sleep, um, and he's like standing up on the beds and, and then he's like, Oh, he's like yelling like, ah, this needs to end blah, blah, blah. And then, uh, the dude, um, who, uh, I guess is we think is running the game. What do, what do they call him? Like the front man or something like that. Uh, he man, like yeah. shut, he like shuts it down. Um, when, as soon as he starts doing that. So you're, you're thinking like, okay, that was a little weird. I remember watching that. I'm like, why, you know, why does this old guy have influence in the game? Um, but, uh, yeah, like he, he went missing at first. They're like, Oh, where'd the old man go? Right. Right. Uh, so that was a little suspicious. Mm-hmm. Got it. Final thoughts, Curry, and then Cancel. Final thoughts on Squid Game as we shut down here the deep dive. Give me just your final, final thoughts. Um, I just want to touch on the the, the whole storyline with the cop um, and how his brother ended up being the front man. I thought that was really lame. I thought it was it was interesting at first, and just the further along it went, I'm like, all right, what is this guy's end game? What is his plan? Like he's like taking pictures of stuff, and he has no cell reception, no service. I'm like, all right, like how is he going to get out of here alive? Like how is, is he going to try to shut down the game, like, get these people arrested. Like, what? what is his endgame? And he was just a, a Korean police officer. He wasn't James Bond. He wasn't, you know, a secret agent or anything. Like, I, I don't understand. I, I don't know what his plan was. That's, I just, that whole storyline. And then, of course, at the end, the, the big reveal that Frontman is his brother, which they, it, it just became obvious. It, it's an overused trope, you know, in, in movies at this point ever since like star wars it's been okay oh the, the mass villain actually is the relative like so it was just uh wasn't a fan of that part mm-hmm. of the story um mm-hmm. but other than that it was, it was captivating the whole time through and uh i'm hoping that there's in in the second season i'm hoping we see the uh the slapping guy he was the recruiter guy i thought he was he was pretty villainous with his little smirk mm-hmm. um he was one of the last people that you see in, in the show in the finale so can't tell final thoughts quick game uh yeah you know so i'm right there with curry definitely gonna start with a criticism but uh you know 
it was it's a show that you have to watch but mm-hmm. um so uh, i guess the the part with the vips um i thought that was a very you know predictable kind of lame uh um i guess reveal where you know you find out that they're betting on it um mm-hmm. that was that was something that that um you know we kind of as you're watching it you're like oh this is this is like hunger games or this is like a this is like a you know oh the rich are are feeding off the poor type situation like you, you kind of knew that but they tried to make it some kind of big twist um big reveal yeah right and and it really wasn't uh but yeah i mean like like you said it's it's you know it's a unique show it's uh it's um very captivating and you watch an episode, it ends, and you need to find out how the next one starts. So, um, you know, it, that's why this show is doing so well. It's cliffhanger after cliffhanger after cliffhanger, and and a twist and a cliffhanger, and, and it's then unique. you're done. <laughs> so, and, it, and it's unique, it, right? And it's yeah. I mean, it's it's like you, like you mentioned, like it's Hunger Games would definitely be the the most uh, accurate comparison. But it's it's much more than just oh this is a Korean version of the Hunger Games. There's there's a lot more at play there. But similar social commentary on you know the economic status or you know mm-hmm. the, the the system of uh, power in in the world or specifically Korea, I guess. But yeah, it's uh, similar to Hunger Games for sure. Got it. So let's shift gears. That's our deep dive on Squid Game right there. Thanks for the boys for kicking it around there for a minute here. Let's go to none other than Sell Me This Show. What are you recommending? Let's start with Can't Sell on Sell Me This Show. Can't Sell Me This Show right now. Come on. Mm, okay. Uh, <laughs> what a lead. What a lead <laughs> I know, right? How do I follow that? Um, so, uh, so I'm going to talk to you about a show on HBO uh, it's called Love Life, um, uh, HBO original. Um, so the uh, it's kind of it's an anthology type show. So like standalone seasons. I okay. only saw season one. Right now, it's in the middle of season two. Okay. Um, I haven't started season two yet. I, it's a weekly show. I think they're like three episodes in. But uh, the show's about um, it's a girl in uh, her twenties. She's she's in New York, um, and it's kind of uh, following her and, 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 you know, talking, showing her dating life, you know, her career, her friends, um, you know, it's typical light rom-com, you know, Mm -hmm. um, it's only like 30, 40 minutes an episode. There's like, there's 10 of them. Um, you know, it's feel good. It's light. You can watch it on the weekend with your girlfriend, your boyfriend, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, and it's starring Anna Kendrick. So, you know, wow. how can you not that's what like Anna Kendrick's up to right now? What's that? That's what Anna Kendrick's up to right now? That well, that's what she was up to like a year and a half ago. I think they so you're, I yeah, think they filmed it during COVID. I don't I'm not sure. Uh but um yeah, what were you saying? So it's so it's you're recommending you're selling us on season one specifically mm-hmm. of this show. Yes, because uh I'm I'm season two is on right now so it's i'm so it's not, it's, different. it's not anna kendrick anymore it's not it's, it's a new, whole new cast it's like but, true detective. the new the new season is with uh um it's the guy from uh from good place uh the guy who plays cheaty from good mm-hmm. place mm-hmm. um yeah i don't so i'm selling you on the show altogether, man it's a it's the a concept. good show it's you know it's light it's just you know it's one of the I, 
I like it because we get we get, we're heavy on the heavy here, right? So I've, I feel I've like, never heard of this show. I'm I'm being sold on it too. I like it. I like it. All right, cool. Can't can't one more time. Name of the show and where people can watch. Love Life, HBO Max, HBO Original. Boom. Enjoy. Curry, sell me on some. All right, so sell you this show. I'm going to sell you on the premise, which is uh, it's on Hulu, specifically FX on Hulu. Another one. I've never, I haven't heard of either of these shows. I'm loving this. So this was uh, a new show. It just finished up the first season, and uh, it's also an anthology series. But like each episode stands on its own. Okay. Um, so it was created by created by BJ Novak, uh, who was an actor writer in The Office. Um, Ryan and yes, Ryan from The Office. The tent. Yes. So it's only five episodes. They're about an hour long each. Um, it's similar, I would say, to uh, Black Mirror in that it's every episode kind of has social commentary on kind of you know today's society and, and the flaws mm-hmm. in society. Um, but it takes place. It's not you know, a futuristic thing like Black Mirror or it's not, you know, like Twilight Zone where there's something that's out of this world. Like it's all modern. It's all today. Um, mm-hmm. And some of the issues that it discusses, there's, uh, you know, racism, social justice, gun violence, uh, bullying. Um, one is about kind of like social media influence. Um, so it's, it's tackling, you know, it, it gives you a, a different kind of look at, at the issues in, in today's society. Um, legit issues. Legit, legit issues. Yeah. And um, not every episode is is great. I'm, I'm not going to say, you know, go watch the show every episode, you know, go stream it right now. But certain episodes really stood out above the rest as like, if, if you're interested at all in this show, watch these ones. So give, yeah, give us your top two. So I'll, I'll give you my, my top two that, that stood out above the rest. Uh, episode two, it's called Moment of Silence. Um, okay. And that one, just a little summary. I don't want to spoil anything here. A little summary. Um, so we follow the, this man who joins uh, like the marketing department of this group. It's, it's essentially the NRA. It's like a gun lobbyist group. Mm-hmm. Um, and he gets the job just by kind of giving him his name. And then everyone's like, oh, you kind of learn throughout it that his child uh, was lost in a school shooting Mm -hmm. and he joins the, as a marketer for the NRA. It's, it's kind of, uh, it's confusing. They don't add up. So you got to watch the show, but it it builds up. There's tension, there's drama, you know, trying to figure out what this guy's plan is. Then episode five, the finale, it's called the butt plug (laughs) and it's, it's humorous. It's maybe a little sophomoric. I mean, it's, it's a butt plug, but it's, it's, very funny the whole episode and it also has drama keeps you on the edge of your seat you're like you know where are they going next you know what's the final decision going to be so it's this uh this man he is down on his luck he's his business is struggling he goes to a, a childhood friend for funding so his childhood friend is like a super super wealthy businessman i don't want to say like bezos but that's kind of what they the Bezos yeah. vibe? Yes, like billionaire, like revolutionary vibe. Um, and it turns out that he, the the billionaire, was bullied by this man as a child. So he's, he's asking the kid that he bullied for money. Um, mm-hmm. And so the businessman, instead, he says, look, I'm not going to 
give money to your you know crypto investment group or whatever it is says come back in a year i'll get you a, a meeting with all my colleagues some of the most powerful investors in the world for an hour long pitch and he gives them one specific product that he wants them to pitch to them it says you know you're going to change the world with this product a butt plug <laughs> so it's it's really funny and it's uh it, it's dramatic. Like he, he comes back, and you're like, "Oh wow! Like I want to, I want to know more. I want to see what happens." Yeah. So, uh, um, so definitely, if you're gonna watch two episodes of The Premise, episode two, episode five, watch them on FX on Hulu. FX on Hulu. Love that. All right, cool. I'm sold on both shows. I feel solded. Um, give me what we're watching this weekend, boys. Weekend watch. What you're excited about? You know, this is not shows that have your stamp of approval necessarily. It's just shows you could be pumped up. New release, maybe something you're d- jumping backwards in time and, and checking out. Um, can't sell. Start with you. Well, weekend watch. What do we got? All right. Weekend watch. Um, so I'm going to be watching that new show on Hulu, uh, Dope Sick. Uh, well, Michael, tell me about it. Michael Keaton. Um, so it's about, uh, the, uh, rise of Oxycontin in like the nineties and how like, you know, uh, big pharma was just like pushing it and they were lying about like the, you know, I guess the addiction. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, that's it. It's a cool topic. Uh, so I want to check that out. I don't, I don't know how many they've, they've dropped or if it's Mm -hmm. like a, it's, I think it's a weekly show. I don't think they just put them all out at once. Um, so I know there's at least like one to watch uh because i heard about it but um so i'm gonna watch that and then also curb uh i haven't i haven't watched the new season yet i think there's mm-hmm. one or two episodes at least out right now so mm-hmm. i don't need so to, i don't need to sell you on curb no no, no, no. <laughs> um all right so curb little catch up kirby catch up and uh dope sick it's called dope sick dope sick yes dope hulu sick, original hulu keaton dialed in cancels excited about it all right curry send us out here what's your weekend watch weekend watch uh first and foremost uh big mouth new season comes out uh this weekend i don't know if it's friday or saturday but uh we talked about it a little bit it was in Can- uh, cancels top five mm-hmm. for netflix shows it's a half hour adult comedy gets a little raunchy at times but it's hilarious it's nick kroll it, it's great um so definitely Big Mouth. I think it's season, it's season four or five. I'm not sure what they're up to now, but definitely mm-hmm. watch Big Mouth. Um, also, uh, Succession on HBO Max, Sunday night. Uh, I still have to watch the one from last week, but so I'll have two episodes of that to watch. And then uh, another show that I just started watching, a uh, recommendation from my, my family. They're watching it. Uh, it's called Ghosts. So okay. it's, it's on CBS, just regular regular TV, CBS. Love that. Um, and it's, uh, it's a comedy half hour show it's an ad- adaptation of a british show mm-hmm. so i guess it was similar to the office you know it was british and then an american adaptation so it's called ghosts and uh yeah i'm gonna give that a try love it boys going back Absolutely. to cbs wow that's incredible <laughs> I, mean, I did not see that coming for sure um but but i want to say one thing and then we'll, we'll shut down here but at least you're in the northeast i mean it's sweater weather and um it's like streaming season i feel like you know it's about to we're about to hit uh, daylight savings where it gets dark out a little earlier and uh that's just that's a streaming season for the for the crew so i'm excited about that get that for extra sure. hour to stream extra hour to just sit inside and just get you know get in the rocker get on the couch and just devour content and that's what we're going to be doing here so all good boys you all good yeah we're all good i'm about Curry's to bundle up. up 
Cancel's got the all good. We're all good here. Season, I mean, it's not season. It's, um, episode two in the books here for Cancel for Curry. Excited for episode two to be wrapped up and marching along here as we got going here on the Stream Team Podcast. Um, for the boys, we'll be back next week here on the Stream Team Podcast.